the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I don't know what song that is, but I, I love that intro there. That bumper is fire. Hey, uh, I don't know if you are aware of this or not, but did you know if you're a government candidate for a job that you don't have to join the union in order to get the job? And if you're already a government employee, you don't have to pay union dues if you're not a member of the union. The Supreme Court said that in a decision that was made over five years ago now. The Freedom Foundation educates government employees and helps them opt out at optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. Go there. See how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union, saving on average $1,100 per year. In this Bidenomics world, that's real money. Moreover, you stop the flow of money to union bosses who we know 97% of the time fund progressive candidates and policies, not only government policies, but policies in our schools. Go to optouttoday.com. Thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your support. Okay, let's talk state house politics. Man, is this a messy situation. The breaking story this morning reported uh, all over Ohio is that Ohio Speaker Jason Stevens is being sued by members of his own party. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. So a group of lawmakers is suing Speaker Stevens over basically who has the keys to the kingdom, who controls the war chest. What's the war chest? It's the campaign account. It's the money. And this is how the ongoing feud between House Republicans is now rearing its head. Derek Maron. He's a state representative from Monclova, Phil Plummer from Dayton, and Ron Ferguson from Wintersville claim that Stevens doesn't have the authority to manage the campaign fund. And they filed a suit in Franklin County. Now, for a little bit of background, I'm going to encourage you to go to the only place that reported the entirety of what happened all the way back in January, on January 9th, go to theohiopressnetwork.com, search up bipartisanship or betrayal. The cabal that elected Jason Stevens, Ohio House Speaker, includes all Democrat representatives, Columbus lobbyists, and a small minority of reneging House Republicans. Collusion, insiders say, is all about power and money over principle and party. I laid it all out in that article. Now, Stevens refuses to acknowledge that there was any type of deal with Democrats, despite the fact that House Minority Leader Allison Russo, who held the Bible for Jason Stevens when he was sworn in as speaker, alluded to the fact that uh, Jason Stevens might be a little more pliable on issues like school choice or 
the initiative that would have made, would have made it harder to amend the Constitution about abortion, about helping make sure that Democrats had more say-so in the state budget, about redistricting, all of these things. So why does this matter? Because Jason Stevens did the Matt Gates before Matt Gates did the Matt Gates. Remember, Matt Gates partnered with all the Democrats and like seven other Republicans and ousted Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Actually, Gates did a Jason Stevens now that I think about it. So Jason did it first. So Jason partnered with all the Democrats to win the speakership. Why that's controversial is that prior to that floor vote, Republicans made a promise in their conference, in their caucus, in their committee, that Derek Maron would be the next speaker. Well, little background on Derek Maron. He's pretty conservative. Uh, he's, he's a pro-life guy. He's uh, a low taxes guy. He's an education backpack bill type of school choice guy. And certainly is a strong supporter of bills like Save Women's Sports, which makes sure that girls compete against girls. Girls are in changing room with girls, not boys that pretend to be girls. And uh, I don't know that he was going to be as pliable as the Capitol Square lobbyists would have wanted him to be, but Jason Stevens would be. So Jason Stevens and a small group of people lobbied 21 other Republicans. They partnered with Democrats. He got the gavel. Now, the problem with that is that Jason Stevens, <laughs> there, there's, I, I believe, 67 Republicans. So only 22 of them supported him. The majority supported Derek Maron. And obviously, there's going to be pressure to replace the 22 who broke their conference promises and ushered in a speakership that we're seeing now uh, has really partnered with Democrats to, to run the state government, at least from the legislative perspective. So Republicans didn't like that. Which, by the way, scuttlebutt on Capitol Square is that the reason the House has not had many sessions this year is that Jason Stevens is terrified that he's going to be vacated the same way that, you guessed it, Kevin McCarthy was vacated. But part of the issue was, okay, they may try to replace these people who broke their promises. So we need to kind of make sure we're in charge of the money. Well, as the article written by Haley B. Miller at uh, the, the Columbus uh, Discrap, uh, excuse me, Dispatch says, uh, there, there are state laws on the matter, but uh, state statute doesn't specify who's in charge of the Ohio House Republican Alliance and says only that the campaign funds, quote, shall be administered and controlled in a manner designated by the caucus. Well, the caucus, the majority, support Derek Maron. So there was this commitment made, right? Republicans who backed Marin met in January and chose him and Plummer to oversee the account. Stevens supporters didn't think the vote was official, but the speaker ultimately agreed to appoint Plummer and Representative Jeff Luray as co-chairs. And the arrangement allegedly came with assurances that no funds would be spent 
or other decisions made without the support of both co-chairs. That's what Marin and Ferguson and Plummer allege in their complaint. And Stevens and LeRae spent money, hired staff, spoke with candidates without Plummer's approval. So the suit also names the campaign fund's treasurer, Matt Yuskowicz, and contends that he hasn't recognized Marin's or Plummer's authority. Well, if state law says that the caucus decides and the caucus elected Marin and Plummer to oversee the funds, uh, should be a pretty cut and dried case. But as is uh, the case, one of the they're called the blue 22, by the way, the, the 22 who went back on their conference or caucus promises and elected Stevens over Marin. Uh, one of the blue 22 said this is an attempt to steal money from the Ohio House Republican caucus. Steal money uh, by letting people who were voted by Republicans to manage and steward the money. That's stealing. But saying, hey, we're not going to spend any money. We're not going to do anything without Luray and Plummer both being in agreement. But that didn't happen. According to the lawsuit, these are allegations, right? I wasn't there. I'm just telling you what the, what, what the complaint says. So how's that stealing money? And back and forth we go, and back and forth we go, and back and forth we go. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out, frankly. We'll keep our eye on it. We'll keep our pulse on it. I've reached out to some, uh, some people listed in the lawsuit. And uh, as is probably wise, per their attorney's advice, they're not going to come on air and talk about a case that is pending. And even some people close to the situation on both sides don't really want to talk about it right now. So we'll just have to see how this plays out in court. We'll have to read the filings. We'll have to hear what the judge says. We'll have to see what the testimony is all about if it gets to that level. Interesting stuff going on at the State House. More Republican infighting. Hey, stay tuned for the final segment of The Bruce Willis Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Welcome back to the final segment of the Bruce Hooley Show for Wednesday, October 11th, the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce Hooley. Uh, let's take a look around the world. We'll start with real clear politics and the GOP presidential race, the primary race. Right now, nationally, Trump sits at about 57.7 and DeSantis at about 12.8. Not even close. Now, when you get to Iowa, it's a little closer. Trump's at 49 and DeSantis is at 16. Haley's down at almost 9%. But New Hampshire is interesting. Trump is at 45. Haley is at 14. DeSantis, 10. And Christie has 9. Oh, have mercy. Uh, nationally, Biden is crushing Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 61 to 14 and a half. And uh, in New Hampshire, it's worse. It's uh, 70.3 uh, to 10. So I don't know if you missed it. We haven't talked a lot about it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., as we expected, as I speculated about last week, did announce this week that he's running as an independent. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this impacts the race. My gut visceral response is 
in line with what he's actually said about his jumping into the race, that it will likely take votes from Trump. I mean, he's going to get support on the right side of the aisle. Um, it'll be interesting to see, though. I mean, Kennedy is kind of the gold standard name for Democrats, and I'm interested to see what that looks like now. But the things that have made, in my mind, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. attractive to Republicans, uh, one, he's unabashed. He is not afraid to say that the feds are corrupt, particularly the uh, federal policing mechanism, the CIA, the FBI. He has uh, clearly stated that the government killed his, his uncle, President John F. Kennedy, and he believes that the government killed his dad, Robert F. Kennedy. Now, he has leaned on and pushed on and pressured Joe Biden to release records, but Biden won't do it, that involve his claims of government corruption and the, and the deaths of uh, two of the most prominent Kennedys that I just mentioned. So that's attractive to people because he speaks, he speaks to power unapologetically. The other thing that is attractive to conservatives is that uh, he called COVID policies what they were from the beginning, bunk. He wrote a book about uh, Anthony Fraudchi. I call him Fraudchi because he's a fraud. I, I am the science. Yeah, yeah, you're the science, all right. You're the political scientist. Uh, he called Fauci what he is. He is a broker of dollars for the medical industrial complex who used policies that benefited the people who line his pockets. It's really that simple. And uh, I think that's attractive to a lot of Republicans. I think I think a lot of – it's crazy because Democrats used to like the government to be out of their business. Uh, now we have uh, govern me harder, daddy. That, that's, that's what we have a lot of in the Democratic Party. We, a lot of people who uh, don't know what day it is, what week it is, or how they're going to get out of any situation without the government helping – um, I tend to believe, like Ronald Reagan said, the scariest word you'll ever hear is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Okay, um, general election matchups. Trump, 45.1. Biden, 44.1. Trump is up one point. Back in 2020 at this time, 13 months out, he was down seven. It's a pretty big turnaround. Biden, 45. DeSantis, 43. So Biden's up 1.6 on DeSantis. Here's an interesting one. Nikki Haley, 45.3, Biden, 41. Haley's up 4.3 on Biden. Does that surprise you? doesn't surprise me. She's a female. She says some things, right? She says some things. She gets a little vinegary, is what I call it. She gets a little feisty. Uh, but I think she's a war hawk. I think she's somebody who's quite content uh, fighting a bunch of wars and spending a lot of government money, i.e. your money and my money, uh, in unwinnable wars. So uh, Joe Biden, in his uh, approval, is uh, terrible. 54.6% disapprove. He's underwater uh, 14 points. The direction of the country is even worse. 67% of people say, we are on the wrong track, Jack. Uh, The economy, (laughs) 60% disapprove. What what did uh, James Carville say? It's the economy, stupid. We'll see where this thing goes in the next 13 months. But right now, um, Bidenomics is uh, not looking good. Foreign policy, this is an interesting one. 56.5% of people disapprove. 
be interesting to see where this goes in the next month, next couple of weeks, given what's going on in Israel. Inflation, 65% of people disapprove because they pull up to the gas pump and they're still paying more than they were under the last guy. And they go to the grocery store and they're spending a ton of money and not getting a lot of groceries. And uh, their energy bills are going up. We're heading into winter. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, you know, the heating bill and the, and the light bill and all that stuff goes. It's going to be uh, – might be quite ugly. So th- those numbers might get worse. Here's an interesting one. Immigration, 63% of people disapprove. I think that number will go up because I think we're going to start hearing the fact that uh, 160 people who were on the list of terrorists were apprehended, that one and a half million people got away. And we'll have to guess how many of them are nefarious people. Uh, did you see this story out of the New York Post? Interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap here today. Roanoke College women swimmers felt helpless and shunned by school during trans teammate controversy. Members of the women's swim team at Roanoke College are mad as hell about biological men competing in women's sports, and they made it clear. Thursday of last week, uh, they decided they're not going to take it anymore. The swim team gave a news conference calling on the NCAA to save women's sports from the growing influx of, though the article says, trans women competitors. Now, I'm not doing that. Not letting you reframe that conversation. It's a growing influx of biological males wanting to compete against biological females. They didn't hold back. The uh, transgender woman who joined the women's swim team this year uh, caused the stir. I never expected to be blindsided by a teammate from the men's team who now wanted to compete against me and my fellow swimmers and shatter our records, Roanoke swimmer Bailey Gallagher said, noting she was initially supportive of the trans swimmers transition. The NCAA Save Women's Sports event stemmed from that male, biological male student at Roanoke who swam last year on the men's team, joining the women's team this year. Can you believe that? Uh, The group was joined, by the way, by uh, Riley Gaines, a 12-time NCAA All-American swimmer who uh, (laughs) takes it to Keith Olbermann regularly on Twitter. That's, That's a beautiful thing. She just gets his good every time. Uh, she's become an outspoken activist against uh, biological men competing in women's sports, as well as Paula Scanlon. By the way, uh, this, the male swimmer ended up quitting. Apparently, he didn't want the spotlight and the heat that the news conference brought. It's refreshing. It's refreshing to see somebody stand up. Now, obviously, what they're doing has been deemed hate speech. And uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. But if you think that's hate, turn on the TV. Look at what's going on in Israel. That's hate. Stop crying wolf. Stop you using words falsely uh, when a woman wants to just have the rights of a woman. Hey, thanks for tuning in today to The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a fantastic afternoon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.